That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. For our audience, if you don't know what noodling is, uh, noodling is where you fish with your bare hands for typically catfish. Yeah. Always. I would think it's, it's always a catfish. catfish. Yeah. yeah. Always. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Billman. I'm Cecil Davis. And you know, we're just trying to have a conversation without Googling it or fact-checking online. But in all fairness, sometimes the feed to my social media will send me something because I had mentioned it to you or to my wife or to a friend in passing. Yeah. And it'll send me something. And it's it's freaky. I hate it, and I cannot figure out how to turn it off. Well, if you, I told you about the very specific thing I talked about one time, didn't I? Tell me. So one one time, I didn't really believe that everything was listening until I was talking about a 1973 Ferrari Daytona Spider <laughs> 365.4. Right. <laughs> That's right. And it showed up in my feed the next day. Yeah. See that car is rare and. I mean, there's no reason for it to show up in my feed. I hadn't searched for it. I just talked about it. I'm telling you. So I will, our next episode mm. will be, we'll talk about. Listen. The, we'll talk about, we'll talk about what, it, what it heard from me. Oh. Yeah. And it actually sent me an article. I read it and uh. like, I resonated with it. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. See, that's good. It, it picked up on what well, you wanted. Well, I guess it did. it right back to it you. It did a good thing, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't think any. But anyway, it's simple. We're just talking. Yep. You, and you feel like you have something that don't sound right. I don't, I don't know why we hadn't talked about this before. I don't know why between the two of us, and especially <laughs> since we've talked as much about alligators as we have, yeah. why this has not come up before. Bring it on me. It's noodling. Noodling. Yes. And it, yes. Do you know what noodling? You, do you know what noodling is? I do know what noodling is, and it is one of the most insane things I think I've ever heard of. But you're a pretty adventurous guy. Yeah, but I I really value my digits. Right. So for our audience, if you don't know what noodling is, uh, noodling is where you. Fish with your bare hands for typically catfish. Yeah. Always. I would think it's, it's always catfish. It's a catfish, catfish. Yeah. yeah. Always catfish. I don't know any other fish you would noodle for. Mm-hmm. And the way that I've seen it done is you go into these areas that have logs or rocks uh, where you know there's catfish. Some or, people even... Or rock, muddy banks. Or muddy banks. And muddy banks is really good. Yeah, where it's undercut a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, <laughs> you reach your hand under there. And you kind of move around and find a catfish, grabbing by the the lip and pull him out. Uh, well, that's one way of doing it. Yeah. Have what you have you heard? heard? Oh, so the other way of doing it is you actually. The reason it's noodling is you uh, use your fingers. You make one of them look like a noodle. Oh. Uh, you you hold your finger out flat, uh, and you lift your middle finger straight up, and something bites it, and you wiggle it. Uh, and the big fish swallows your hand oh, whole. Man. 
And then you've got them, you know, right. its mouth is on your hand, and you grab yeah. its inside of its mouth, and you yeah. yank them out of its hole, right. and now you got them. Yeah. I would not. I cannot imagine no, the amount not. of money. What, what am I putting? What are you doing? I can't imagine the amount of money you would have to pay. And I, I have done, I think, some borderline crazy things. Yeah, I think so. In my life. Things that... Well, we've talked about maybe yeah. hiking in some places you shouldn't have gone hiking. Yeah, and some things that even we haven't talked about that were probably right. a little more dangerous than they should have been. But I cannot imagine what. So anyway, so I was talking to my neighbor, and he said, he was telling me a story. He went noodling this weekend at Lake Norman. So, okay. On one of the sloughs. And he went on purpose. Yeah. Now, he was wearing a, um, he was wearing a noodling glove, one of these Steel mesh gloves. Yeah. No. So is there? Is this like? Did he go with an outfitter? A or friend. Like a, a, fishing, guy, a, guy, a fishing guy. A guy. No, he went with a guy that just knew how to. He knew how to do yeah, it. Yeah. Knew and had some spots that he knew were good. Loaded with channel catfish. <laughs> with catfish. And they got one. He got one. Did he really? How big yeah. was it? I don't. Remember, I don't remember what he said. What was the sensation? He uh, said it was. He said it was the craziest thing he's ever done. He said it was wild. I mean, it was surreal. Was he afraid? I don't think so. I don't think Did so. Did he get... So, I mean, the pictures I've seen of these guys doing it, this is generally in Mississippi and kind of muddy yeah. rivers. These guys are... Um, they're not They're not in boats. They're kind of wading in the water, yeah. and they're reaching into these holes that could house snakes, finger-removing snapping turtles. That's what would concern me as a turtle. Out, maybe an alligator? Not maybe yeah. not around here, but definitely along definitely yeah. Mississippi. There's alligators. Absolutely, but yeah. So you the thing that would would keep me from doing it is the snapping, is the snapping turtle. Yeah, that just gives me the willies. Like even when I drive by a snapping turtle that's on the side of the road, yeah, it I'm like you're avoiding it. Yeah, because you don't want to pop your tire. I, right. I, I'm just, <laughs> I don't want him to be able to get in my car in some way and remove one of my fingers. He's going to snap you. Maybe I have an unhealthy fear of snap control. How big was the fish? Did you get your neighbor? Did he tell you how big it was? So did he describe how he did it? Yeah, just like that, where he was, like you were talking about. But he didn't talk about the hand movements, but Uh just, you know, reaching under there and grabbing one and pulling it out. But I want, so here's the thing. How do you start... Like, so the guy, he, his friend that he went with. Yeah. All right. How do you get into it? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur, right. and I'm thinking to myself, I really want to get into noodling. I really want to lose a finger. I, I really want to get into I'm not worried about the finger thing. Right. I've got 10. <laughs> I, want, I want to get into the noodling. I really like channel catfish, by the way. Yeah. And, um, well, not me personally, but, you know. The, you don't like catfish? No, I'm not a particular. Yeah. I mean, I do, you know, I do like a good fried Catfish fillet. Yeah. It's great. But not enough to do this particular right. sport. But how do you how do you get into it? I, mean, I have no idea. Well, I guess you know his friend. You get you get hooked up with somebody that's already doing it. I have a feeling you have a family member that's done this and they're wondering uh, why we haven't done it yet. <laughs> I just feel like this is coming this is kinda come back to you me. Know, um, I'm gonna get a box. My yeah, you might, yeah, you might. <laughs> uh, my brother's alligator hunted. You know, right. they get a permit to go down into the swamp okay. and get honey, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. Besides this guy next door, I've never known anybody personally. No. That's new. No, right. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's done this. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen. I've seen big catfish in ponds. Yeah. Like where I could see them, 
but no way did I want to reach down there and grab it. I've seen pictures of these guys holding up catfish, and the yeah. catfish is their forearm is yeah. half their forearm is in the in the mouth of in the, the catfish. Fish. Yeah. Well, again, it takes you back to if you get the catfish, that's one thing. But if you get anything else, it's it's game over. Right. I wonder if this steel chainmail uh, glove he was wearing will protect him against a snapping turtle. That's what I would like to know. I bet a snapping turtle would, would that wouldn't even slow a snapping turtle down. I mean, but, and, and, but I, I kind of assign superhuman strength to snapping turtles. <laughs> well, I think you should. Yeah. I mean, I bet you. I bet you. The good thing about having a glove is mm-hmm. that the snapping turtle will probably still cut your finger mm-hmm. off, but at least you have. <laughs> you can get it back. It's, it's still attached. <laughs> you haven't lost it forever. Right, right. You can get it back. They can sew it back on. Yeah. Was there any drinking involved? No. Nope. This I mean, I would, th- I would think that's another kind of an anesthetic in case something in case happens. Something happens. Ah, I really didn't, really didn't feel it. Well, these guys that you see on TV that do it, um, I've seen some of them do it without gloves. Yes, right. But I think I've also seen pictures of them missing some digits. Have you? Pieces, at least. Yeah. Well, I can. But yeah. I don't know if that came from the turtle or from their job. Right. Or, it, you know, farming accident. Right, right, right. It could have been anything. Right. Or fireworks. You know, fire. So the question is... Noodling on the 4th of July, blowing stuff up on the 4th of July. It's all going you, together. Would you noodle? No. There's no... Do you want me to think about it? No. No. There's no... I, I, I've now, I really don't have a desire. Yeah, I got... I can't think of a situation where I'd want to do this. Well, I don't like a catfish anyway. Like, I like to eat them. Yeah. But I don't like handling a catfish. I never no. have. No. I got popped by one when I was a kid by the... So if, you don't, if you're not familiar yeah, with catfish, mm-hmm. the fins right behind their gills have a spike. Right. It's everyone, you know, I think a lot of people think it's the whiskers that'll yeah. get you. Right. It's not the whiskers. I used to think that, but Me it's too. not the whiskers. Not the whiskers. Yeah. It's the... That, the uh, yeah. Not it's, the dorsal fin, but the... Yeah, there's two, like, little... Things the pectoral fin. Yeah, the pectoral fins right behind the gills, and they they're like spikes. Yeah, and if they when they whip their head around, they can drive one of mm-hmm. those into. You. I've had one in my hand. I've had one in my foot. Ugh. And uh, and there's all kinds of ba- bacteria and bad yeah. stuff in there, germs. That, I used to think there was some venom associated with it, but there's no, not. It's just That's another bac- old wasp bacteria. But the it dorsal, hurts. The dorsal fin will get you too. Yeah, the dorsal fin is a spike. But that that hurts. I'm like, sure I remember it does. That pain. And so I guess I'm a little gun shy. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. I don't want to reach in there and just miss and then just whip those spikes around. Yeah, I mean, what if you reach into the side of his head? Right. And then he just jabs you. Although you've got the chainmail glove of victory. Yeah, yeah. I think I've I've said, I think I've convinced myself that I have no desire to do that. Yeah, do you? Yeah, so you're... you're, Oh, no. You're... No. No. Are we surprised that neither one of us... I'm a little surprised that you were not. Well, but you surprised me that you wanted a Corvette C8, too. So. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my second dream car. Yeah, <laughs> clearly my first dream car is the Scout that's sitting in my I'm surprised garage. that at least not one of us wants to do this. Yeah, maybe one of our listeners does. Maybe somebody... Well, maybe I'll answer your question about how do you get into it. Right. What? I imagine this is a word-of-mouth thing. Like, well, does yeah. your neighbor, does he want to do it again? He didn't say. Is this a source of fishing he wants to really no, take up? I don't think so. But he said it was. He said it was wild. He said it was crazy. Did was it, did, did was he in a boat? No, nope. they were waiting. They were waiting. They were in a they were in a slough or something on on Lake Norman. Okay, kind of a muddy slough. Huh. But um, yeah, I'm a little surprised. 
Is there that any, I wouldn't want to do it? Yeah. Is there something else out there like that? That I would do? Yeah. Along oh. the fishing line? Like, I think spearfishing would be neat. Yeah, I can deal with that because yeah. I'm, I'm staying a good distance away from me and the fish. Right. And you see it. Right. I think I'd like to try that. That I think I could do that on Survivor. I think I'd be, I'd, 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 I'd be a provider for my... Well, that's a good question. Do you think you could catch? Did you have you you've watched Survivor? Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched Alone? We're watching it right now. There's okay. a new there's a new season yeah, now. Yeah, so Are you've you watching seen it? it? You've seen the show. Yeah, yeah. But like you've grew up fishing. Yeah, I've grown up fishing. Right. These some of these people out there are. I wouldn't say master fishermen, but they are proficient in fishing. They know what they're doing. And season after season, they cannot catch a fish. Oh yeah, that's a fact. You yeah. think you can catch a fish under pressure like that? Maybe once, but not to sustain myself. You don't think you could? No, I don't fish. think so. Mm-hmm. So, what would be what would you sustain yourself with? Oh, I, I would die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you tap I out. mean, clearly, you got it. the only way to really get it get done out, get it out there is to yeah. fish. I don't see. I've seen him. I've seen one guy kill like a large animal one time. He did he, kill he a muskox. Yeah, he made it. And I've seen some people really make fishing produce. Yeah, I think the way you win it's the way the first season guy won it. And that's where is you just go into hibernation. Yeah, mode. he did. Yeah, he well, he ate pretty good to start off with, but yeah. then he just hibernated. Yeah, he just didn't move. Yeah, um, I saw the guy that built the pier. Yeah, I thought he was that was pretty clever. Right, but still, he ended up going out. Right, that's right. Yeah, I like some of those people are set up. I think a little better for in the fishing situation. But yeah, I, I mean, do you I, think? Do you think you could fish oh, on no. command? I could. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. If I if you were if I was forced to feed myself through fishing like yeah. that in that situation, right? I'd be. Yeah, forced. I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why I'm not going to go do this show. I mean, you know my you know my um, relationship with wildlife. Yeah, they don't see me, and <laughs> I don't see it. I mean, I, I wouldn't have to worry about a bear, right? But I also wouldn't have to worry about a, eating a squirrel or a right. grouse because I'd never see them. I clearly don't see any of these animals out there. So I would. I had a desire to do Survivor. Yeah, I still do. Yeah, I had no desire to do alone. Oh no, or very very little. Yeah, desire. that's right. Because I, I, if y'all haven't seen the show, I'll, I'll describe it to you. Briefly. Yeah, go ahead. Alone. It's on the History Channel. It's on. Yeah, it's on the History Channel. It's called Alone, and um, so like they take you. They'll take six or seven, ten wilderness experts. Survival experts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are people that are are the real deal. Yeah. And they take them usually up to British Columbia. They've taken them a little higher before, though, up to the Arctic. Well, they've been to Mongolia. They've been to Patagonia. They've been to Labrador. Oh, wow. They've been to uh, BC. They're in Saskatchewan right now. So it's. I mean, it's a very remote. Very, very, very remote. And uh, you, they put you out and you are by yourself, and it's the last man or woman standing. Um, and if you start to lose too much weight, they'll tap you out. You can tap yourself out. Right. You have a radio. A little satellite radio. Yeah, that you can tap out. And they check you medically every few ever so weeks. Often. Yeah. But you have no contact with anybody. And that's what gets everybody. And they have to videotape themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They yeah, have yeah. to film yeah, themselves. Yeah. Yeah. There's no film crew. There's no film crew. They're doing it themselves. Yeah, yeah. There's no film crew. Um, you know, it's always the loneliness, I feel like, that gets people. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's kind of... There's kind of three big categories that people lo- that get mm-hmm. out on. They injure themselves or they get ill. The injury thing is always interesting to me. Yeah. Because these, again, are survival experts. Right. 
And like you're what I've been sitting there watching him with a knife. I'm going like, like hey, you're going to catch yourself. That's right. Yeah, you don't. And yeah, they, yeah. And then they cut themselves. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know if they're tired or hungry or mm-hmm. like protein starved or right. something, just not thinking right or what. That, that could yeah. be it. Yeah. So it's an it's a, it's an injury or a um, this illness. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen these some people they get all their their GI system gets all messed up for yeah. something they ate or drank. Yeah, like one guy got—he totally got chewed up because he started eating bark after not eating much. Yeah, and that was the end of him. There's also the guy that uh, was drinking the brackish water. Uh, that was awful, man. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Then the second thing mm-hmm. is they just the loneliness does get to them. And yeah. I've seen some of the be- some of the best survivor survivalists. Mm-hmm. I thought that would go the whole way. Mm-hmm. They, ta- I mean, they had. Of they have, they had made a village. Yep. They had furniture. They had living room. They had all the util, utensils they needed because they made them. Yeah. I mean, these people are masters of bushcraft. Yeah. They tapped out because they, they were they couldn't handle the loneliness yeah. anymore. I mean, the guy, one guy even made a guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ones that make the boats are the ones that fascinate me. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. You're one wrong movement. Yeah, yeah. You're going swimming. Right, and then your your whole game might be over. Yeah. Just yeah. one false move like that. Like the guy who dropped his, um, lost his flint. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the third category yeah. is equipment failure. Yeah, they burn their shelter down. They lose their flint. Oh, the ones that burn the shelter down. That's always pretty fascinating. <laughs> that's too. right. I um, so uh, they, and they get uh, X number of pieces of equipment. There's no food. Right. Um, per se. They might get a bag of rations. Bag of they, rations. They can bring yeah, a bag. Yeah. But there's one of ten items they can bring. Yeah. And so usually people will bring some type of weapon, mm-hmm. an axe. There's certain clothing that they can bring that's allowed. Right. Um, a tarp. Tarp. Different kinds of cordage and rope. And then um, usually the flint. Yep. Everybody always has that. Something to start a fire with. One guy did not bring a flint. Yeah, that was a bad move. Yeah. He decided on his, he could always build a fire, but that was tough. Never seen a guy or gal noodle on a loan. Yeah, see, again, I, I think that, like, I, I think it's in such an inherently, ri- <laughs> well, they wouldn't be in catfish in a lot of the places where they went. Maybe some of the southern places. Well, we, I mean, I guess you could, you could noodle for bass or for <sighs> trout, right? You wouldn't want to noodle for pike, though. Just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Again, you just, you're putting yourself out there. Potential injury. Man. That's like when some of them are cutting down trees. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. You're, or even you're, worse, they're climbing a tree. Or they're climbing a tree. Yeah, stay on the ground. There's one guy that, like, exercised. Yeah, that's right. What are you doing, man? You got no calories. Yeah, man. stop. <laughs> stop where you're doing. But uh, my favorites are the ones that are, like, talking really big. And all these guys and girls can talk big. They can Because they're that. the big. But right. they get out there, like, the first, like, I've seen a few of them six hours in, they're like, what's that sound? Yeah. What's that? And then they drive them crazy and they're tap out. There's a term for that. What's that? It's called drop shock. Oh, really? That's something that the the contestants have termed Uh or coined. Uh It's this complete disorientation and complete disorganization in their minds Mm -hmm. after being dropped that is so overwhelming Mm -hmm. they cannot even think straight to start the plan to start surviving. Yeah. And like this, I remember this one guy, I mean, Just the wind in the trees freaked him out. He was done. Yep. I mean, he didn't last six hours, and he had to tap out. Yep. And I, I mean, when I watch them get dropped mm. off on the show, mm. my chest gets tight. Yeah. When yeah. I watch that, I, I mean, I, I feel that with them. I say, yeah. oh, 
this, yeah. is, this is it. Yeah, I think I, I, that's funny they have a name for it because I had the same thing. When they drop them off and that boat or helicopter or whatever goes off and all of a sudden you are by yourself. For the next... However long. Months. Yeah, and it is... That's, that's interesting. It has a, a name. The, uh, so the words of wisdom for tonight is don't stick your hands under locks <laughs> <laughs> or rocks. You know, sometimes our or words of wisdom are profound. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they may be a little silly. Yeah. Tonight, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I, um, you will not catch me on the noodling world champions. Well, we need. To, I really would like to talk to your neighbor and see, get some more information to see if he's yeah, going to go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, like I said, he, but I think he's kind of, he's an adventurous guy. He likes to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Well, I know it doesn't sound right, but you've come to the end of another that don't sound right. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button? Also, give us a rating or leave us a review. You heard Olivia in the background there giving us the echo of that don't sound right. Hey, Olivia. Um, before we go, we got Wonderfully Made Designs. It's a small business specializing in custom-made T-shirts and decals. Contact Casey on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. You know, unlike that TV show where the points don't matter, yeah. on this particular website, the numbers matter. The numbers Again, matter. you got to get the numbers right. Uh, Facebook at, Casey on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Use code TDSR10 for 10% off your first uh, order. How long is that coupon code going to run, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I hope she becomes famous off of Me this. too. Yep. So That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I'm your host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host and web designer. Uh, I encourage you to go see his work on the, on the website. Uh, Emily is our graphic designer. Ella does our IG. Giorgio tests our merchandise. Sprint is our brand ambassador. And as always, list number one is Scott. And Brent is listening from Italy right now. Is that right? Yeah. He's well, brand, he's brand ambassador in Italy right now. Well, Spreading you, the word. How do you say hello in Italian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got a picture of him, though, in Italy. We'll put it up on the website. Hola. Yeah. <laughs> So, until next week, keep talking. And stay curious.